0: This is Andre Dawson, Hall of Famer from the Chicago Cubs, and you're listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, featuring everybody's favorite coach, Coach Maneman. Follow him on Twitter at Coach Maneman. This is the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. I am Coach Maneman. Thank you for listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. For the latest news and notes in baseball content from the Tri-State area, find us on social media, Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, and at Coach Maneman on Twitter. This episode is sponsored by Genuine Landscape and Design and they are the official landscaper for over half of the managers in the Dubuque County Semi-Pro League and owner and operator Tyler Ernson would love to come to your home and offer you those services as well. Mention to Tyler that you heard this ad on the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast and he will give you 10% off your service. Genuine Landscape and Design can be reached at 563-581-1052. You can also find them on Facebook and give them a like at Genuine Landscape and Design. Huge news coming from Genuine Landscape and Design. They will be opening a nursery soon. Be on the lookout on Facebook for their grand opening. Welcome back to the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast, which is our April Fool's Day episode for the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. We do this once a year, release it in April, leading up to the 2022 high school softball season. And I can't do this alone And Nate reached out to me on social media and said that he is by no means an expert, and I want to tell everybody that we use that term loosely around the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast, but joining me, as always, is Nate Weber, and he is a hitting coordinator coach at Gold Standard Athletics, and also the hitting coach for the 25th ranked Loris Duhawks. Nate, welcome back to the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast. How you doing?
1: Doing great, man. Great good to be back. Always fun to do this. Loved doing it last year. This is just this is a fun time for me, and I think you enjoy it maybe just even more than I do. So it's fun, man.
0: I'm we did have an audience question. And since oh. I just did lead with Loris College, they want to know what is your favorite thing about coaching at Loris College?
1: Uh, Favorite thing that I love about Coach Aunt Loris right now is is definitely those girls, man. They are – that group of girls that we have this year are just awesome. They are fun to talk to. They are a goofy group. And um, Coach Ashley Winter, if you don't know her, she has really changed the culture this year. And and those girls really bought into what she built. And, man, they just – they make it fun. I mean, if you guys saw anything with what they were doing down in uh, Florida on their Florida trip this last week – they had, like, little cowboy hats on in the dugout. They had these little horses that they were, like, showing around and, like, like doing all sorts of crazy stuff in between games and during the game. And they are, they are a fun, fun group of girls. And they have a blast playing softball, and that's what it's all about, man.
0: Lots of great things going on at Loris College. Their baseball team is also ranked 25th in the nation. You might be wondering, we're missing somebody. We're missing our sidekick. Well, it was a conflict of interest. Danielle Crew, congratulations on being named the new Mustang Skipper. Best of luck to you this year. And congratulations to friend of mine, neighbor of mine, Jason Luffelholtz, for stepping away, wanting to spend uh, more time with his family. How this is going to work is I am going to read off the top players that were recognized by the Telegraph Herald first and second team all-area. I'm going to read the credentials. Nate is going to give us his expert background in scouting reports. And then we're also going to mention some players that may not have made this team. And we're going to end it with a fun game that is sponsored by Genuine Landscape and Design. Mention, you heard them on the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast. Owner Tyler Ernst will give you 10% off your service and he can be reached at 563 563- 581 First player we're going to talk about, Nate is Meredith Horner, and she is from Western Dubuque. She's a pitcher, and her credentials were she was honorable mention, all Mississippi Valley Conference. She went 16-2 with an ERA of 2.32. She threw 108 and in two-thirds innings. She struck out 140 while only walking four. What can you tell us about her game, Nate?
1: Yeah, Meredith Horner. um, I think what's going to be huge about her is that now she has that state. You know, they won conference, they won state. She was there for the whole thing. She got to pitch pitching all that, playing it all. Huge part of that uh, successful team that they had last year. And carrying that over to this year and just taking all those players that are underneath her on her wing, she's going to be the lead of all that group. Um, She is going to be the new leader, I think, of that team. Um, So I I think she's – she's ready for that job and I think she she learned a lot last year and just gonna she's gonna have a great year that the Western Dubuque team is gonna be a, a fun group to watch again they got a lot of athletic kids coming in again this year they, they're gonna be a tough one they're they're getting to watch I bet my prediction they're probably going to state again that's that's what I see they're going they got a great head coach and everything so I'm, uh, I'm excited to see those girls again
0: we go to the Hempstead Mustangs, and on the mound they have Peyton Paulson. And her credentials are: she was second team All Mississippi Valley Conference on the Valley side of the division. She went 11 and nine with an earned run average of 1.91. She threw 120 and in two thirds innings, striking out 101. She only walked 38. What can you tell us about Peyton Paulson?
1: So Peyton Paulson's kind of the rocket arm of uh, Hempstead High School, and kind of in the division. She's got one of the best arms in the division. She throws hard, I think she's throwing like sixty four now. She she's got she's got a rocket arm, man. Like it's impressive to watch, and she's now playing. She played with uh, Team Heat throughout for travel ball, and then now she's playing at the national level. She played for Iowa Premier National and um, that eighteen U team, and they are they are ranked top twenty five in the nation as well. So. That is, uh, she's just going to get better from there. She's seen, I think, another pitching coach just getting better and better. Like, she's a tough, tough kid to face because that is that is some serious heat in this level. So that's she's a fun one to watch too. People
0: questioning while I have Nate on the show. Well, look at that. He's got notes. He's got travel ball statistics. <laughs> he's got rankings. He's got a whiteboard behind him with all these notes. He comes prepared. <laughs> we got to talk about Maddie Harris, state champion from the Western Dubuque Bobcats. She's a catcher. Congratulations, Maddie. I saw on Instagram and Twitter you just committed to Coke college to play volleyball. But her credentials were Iowa Girls Coaches Association Class 4A, third-team All-State, first-team All-Mississippi Valley Conference, Mississippi Division. She hit four fourteen with 20 runs scored, 8 doubles, Three triples, one home run, 41 RBIs, and behind the plate, she only committed one error in 178 chances, which equals a 994 fielding percentage. You know the Harris family well. What can you tell us about Maddie behind the plate?
1: Yeah, Maddie, uh, she's come a long way. I've seen her in the facility. She worked with Eric for catching. I mean, like that, she's just she receives so well. She's very smooth. Again, she comes from a good catching background with her brother at Ole Miss having a heck of a year on top of that. Like she's been around good ball, I think a long time with, with her brother and everything. So, um, but her bat is also scary. Like she, she can hit the crap ball ball. Like she has a good time at the play. She worked hard. Um, I think she's going to have a really, really good year. I'm assuming, again, I don't, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming she's playing this year. Um, so that I'm, I'm excited to watch her as a catcher because she, she's an all state catcher. She is again, a huge part of that, that up the middle, for a Western Dubuque, because if you're middle strong, you're going to be a good team, and that's that's huge to have her behind the plate. She's a shutdown kind of catcher. Cannon of an arm, too.
0: Triples must run in the family. I I believe (laughs) that Scott was the... Western Dubuque record holder in triples for baseball, her father and then her brother, Cal, at one point broke her dad's record. I could be wrong, but I I think that that's a true story. I remember (laughs) Danielle, Coach Krug, mentioning this girl last year on the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast. Girl by the name of Lydia Edema, and she is a Mustang from dubuque hemstead and she's an infielder and her credentials are she was the iowa girls coaches association class 5a first team all state igca class 5a all east district unanimous first team all mississippi valley conference valley division she hit 478 with 26 runs 16 doubles one triple Four big flies, 34 RBIs, and she also went 6-0 and on the mound in 47 and two-thirds inning work, striking out 23 while only walking 11. You can tell they're a good player when I have to ramble off stats and credentials <laughs> for over 10 seconds, but I did not misread anything yet so far, so we're doing good. What can you tell us about Lydia Edema?
1: Yeah, so she's she's a big part of the success, like her and Peyton. Um, I think Lydia will be their number two pitcher. Um, maybe they just might switch it one and two with her and Peyton, the way they throw, because um, I think Lydia's hitting 61, 62 now. Like, she is, she is throwing harder um, compared to last year. I don't even think she was in the 60s yet. yet. So that's a big jump in speed for her. So that's going to be huge, like, with her and Peyton. That's two good, two good pitchers that you're going to have to face, that uh, teams are going to have to get by. So... But Lydia, I mean, on top of her pitching, her bat is just hot. She she crushes the ball, I think, last last weekend in travel ball for the Lady Expo she plays for. Um, she hit two grand slams. So she, she absolutely ropes the ball, and she's a tough, tough out. And then on the corners, um, she plays third base. So when Peyton's p- pitching, can't hit that very well. So they like to bunt on her, but Lydia is a phenomenal third baseman. She she can play that position extremely well. It's, it's why she has that long list of things that, She's very. She's just a utility player. You can kind of put her pitcher, um, third base. She probably play a little short, like wherever you kind of need her. Um, you guys, they, they 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 have a lot of options with her, and she's again, she's going to be another all-state year, I think, for her, and she's going to do some damage at the plate, and I'm excited to watch her.
0: Our next mention comes from the Dubuque Senior Rams, and it's Sophie Link and she is an infielder, and her credentials are Iowa Girls Coaches Association Class 5A third-team All-State, second-team All-Mississippi Valley Conference on the Valley Division. She hit 400. She scored 36 runs, two doubles, three triples, 11 RBIs, and swipe Team bases on the season. What can you tell us about Sophie Link?
1: Yeah, so Sophie is that kind of kid that, that's a little grander. Like, she she's a a shutdown second baseman. You're not going to get much past her and got really quick hands watching her play. She'll she'll play for the Expos once in a while, travel ball. So I could see, get to see a lot of these girls in travel ball more than anything. So it's really cool. But again, she's fast. She can fly. Um, She's just a great contact hitter. Um, Again, just one of those players up the middle that you need to have that again, you can shut down the middle. You can, you can kind of do some damage. Like senior senior is going to be a tough, tough team to beat this year. They got a lot of good talent coming up through like I mean you got Western Dubuque, Hempstead Senior like they all got a lot of talent coming on up um, and Sophie's a big part of that senior group that's going to be tough to get by so um, don't don't see a lot of strikeouts from that kid she's, she's, she's going to get on some way and when she does she's usually at second before you know it because of all those steals so
0: we're going to go a couple miles down the road to Cascade, Iowa. We have a Simon, which that name runs rampant in that community. We have Devin Simon from Cascade. She's an infielder. Her credentials last year, Iowa Girls Coaches Association, Class 2A, third team, all state. IGCA, Class 2A, all Southeast district. All River Valley Conference elite team. She hit four fifty-one with 31 runs, 12 doubles. Three triples, three home runs, 28 RBIs, and also a speedster on the base path, stealing 19 bases. What can you tell us about Devin Simon?
1: Yeah, Devin, i, I got to say congrats to her. She is an Iowa commit now. She will be playing Iowa softball, so she committed to Iowa, I believe. So that's all just awesome for her. Um, she's one of those kids. Again, she plays for the Expos on so the Travels. She actually plays also for a team, um, the Heartland Havoc 05 team she'll sub for as well. Um, and, and she just succeeds like she she's got a super smooth swing and she always has every time i see that kid she she's roping the ball somewhere um, a lot of power and she's not a big kid but she she finds it she finds that power and, and it's she's again one of those girls that's just a tough out um nobody gets by her very easy and again when she she gets on she's gonna steal on you i mean she she's a really smart base runner and she just she flies so um great and i believe she's a pitcher too so uh, I don't know what she'll be doing in Iowa Don't know all that Because she can play Kind of anywhere She's a very athletic kid um, But Her offensive side Is a huge upside to that kid So Again Good luck in Iowa Probably a lot of these girls Are going to go A lot of these girls Are going to go places right So She's one of them That's already got the commit
0: Always great to hear People from the area Doing great things i I'd much rather see them Doing great things In the sports section Than in the police beat So that's always good to see <laughs> Right but- We're going to talk about her teammate, Claudia Newman here. She is from Cascade as well. She's an outfielder. She was first team All-River Valley Conference, North Division. She hit 411 with 35 runs, 6 doubles, 1 triple, 18 RBIs. And she right now is the leader in stolen bases on anybody we've talked about. She swiped 26 bags. We're going to go across the river to Anna Berryman from East Dubuque and she is starting her season here shortly. They play spring softball over there. And her credentials was all Northwest Upstate Illinois Conference first team. She hit 404 with 23 runs, 5 doubles, 5 triples and 15 RBIs. Next we're going to talk about the second team players who made that second team TH All Area team. One that I know very well, I've coached her in multiple sports. One that I know you know very well, Nate. What can you tell us about Maddie Pint from Dubuque, Hempstead?
1: Yeah, Maddie Pint's my niece, so I've known her my entire life. You know, like, you've known her a lot. Um, super athletic kid. Um, she is just probably one of the best athletes I've seen in this area. Overall athletic. Um, but for softball, she, she, as an eighth grader, she led Hempstead, I believe, in home runs last year. So she, she can swing it. She's always had a ton of power. Um, she finds her barrel, and when she finds that barrel, it, it goes somewhere, um, but I believe she had 22 still, I don't I think it was 20, 22 still on bases last year as well. She can fly, she can run. Um, for travel ball, she played with the Expos as well, and now she plays for Iowa Premier National 14 u team, which they are actually ranked number two or one in the nation, um, so they are a really, really good team, and she's, she's going to be a big part of that team too, but That experience with these travel teams just makes the softball high school teams even better. You know, it gets them prepared, and um, I think that's why she had such a good year as an eighth grader last year. So, be interested to see what she does. Uh, She'd be at shortstop and uh, probably center field this year. She finds her way in the outfield because she covers ground. But, yeah, so be good to see her have another year here as a freshman, see what she does with it.
0: One of the most energetic kids you'll ever meet, too. I've I've yeah. never seen her play and not have a smile on her face. Great kid. I, I really yep. enjoyed watching her progress from 6th grade all the way through 8th grade, now doing great things at the high school level. Best of luck, Maddie. We're going to go across the city to Aubrey Steinus, who's an outfielder from Dubuque Sr. What can you tell us about Aubrey?
1: Yeah, Aubrey again plays uh, with that um lady expo's team travel ball so like and a lot of these girls you're seeing like they play travel ball like that are at the top level of the high school game right they they just they have a lot of experience and it just gets you better and better so like audrey like she i've seen her play other positions as well in the travel ball but like she can hit i've seen her see seen her go in tournament and like on a saturday she'll hit 750 and it's very very impressive um again she the kid finds her barrel and it's it's usually for power, so she's going to be a scary at-bat for a lot of teams. She's not an easy out, um, so it's, it's a hard one to get through on Seniors' team, and she's going to be a big piece of that puzzle for their, their uh, chase after the uh, conference this year, I think. So be interesting to see, again, who comes out on top with all this, because just, there's a lot of talent out there. It's fun to watch.
0: Nate, I'm going to turn it over to you, and we know that there's some up-and-comers. There's some seventh, there's some eighth graders coming. There's some kids that may have played JV that have some bright futures ahead of us that we have not yet mentioned. I do have to give two shout-outs because I only know two softball programs, and that's because I'm friends with or family members of them. I I want to give a shout-out to the Expos organization. Uh, Mark Haifel married my cousin Aaron. And Mark's just a great, knowledgeable baseball and softball guy. And I've seen that program grow over the years. So best of luck to the Lady Expos this year. And I also want to give a shout out to one of my best friends growing up, Travis Kraus. Boy, was he a heck of a third baseman when I played with him. He's uh, doing the Dubuque dohawks and and they're having a lot of fun and uh, I never pictured Travis uh coach Krause, to be a a girl dad and and a softball coach but he's doing great things over there. Nate, I'm going to turn it over to you. Give us your list of up and comers. And people bound to have breakout seasons that we have yet to mention. And then we're going to end with our final game sponsored by Genuine Landscape and Design at 563-581-1052. Mention you heard him on the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast. Tyler Ernson will give you 10% off your service. Does great work. Go ahead, Nate.
1: All right, well, before I actually get to the 8th graders and the up-and-comers, I'm going to go through the list of girls that do not play high school ball because there's, again, so much talent in this area. It blows my mind. So first I'm going to go with Jaden Glab. Jaden Glab has got a massive D1 offer, one of the biggest offers I think I've ever seen in this, in this tri-state area from University of Washington. They're usually a top-five ranked team in the nation, D1. Um, just awesome. I mean, she is her overhand throw is like 71-plus miles per hour, just a cannon of an arm for a catcher. Um, and she plays shortstop a lot too, and, and, uh, travel ball. So, and then, uh, she hits, I mean, it's an 84 mile per hour exit velocity on hit tracks, which again is just a straight rocket that you just don't see. Um, she is at a different level and, but she's in our facility every day working. She is, uh, she just works and she grinds again. That's what you see at the D1 level. Those, those kids just, they work their butts off and there's a reason they got where they're at. So congrats to Jaden. That's really cool what she did. So. Um, next on my list, I got Tarani Teslow. She is a junior from Wallert, and she's a pitcher, a lefty pitcher. Um, throws pretty hard, but more about her spin than anything. She's playing for an 18, I cannot remember what the team is called, but an 18-U team out in Chicago. Um, and then she played for the Nebraska Gold before that, I believe, out of Omaha, They're one of their national teams. So great, great pitcher. She'll do big things here. Um, there's Bailey Walu. Um she's a catcher, played I believe, for the Expos organization as well. You talk about Mark marketable. A lot of these girls are Expos girls and there's a reason for it cuz they got a great organization. Um they're doing a lot of good things with all of these girls. Um again, kind of she's a good hitter, she can kind of do it all. She's a very good utility player. I've seen her play a lot of different positions. For the Expos as well. Um Grace Kemp is from Hempstead. She's a sophomore this year. She plays for the Iowa Premier out of Des Moines. Um national player for 15u 16u and she throws gosh she's got to be i think I'm game time around 61 62 as well just just a lot of power um just strong kid she can hit she can she can pitch but she's more of a pitcher kind of only for that organization and that is her route that she's trying to take and again she's got crazy good speed um so she i mean i, I mean not speed the speed's good the spin is even better so um when i watch her pitch she her changeup really messes people up and her tra- drop balls just awesome so good kid and all these kids are actually really good kids so um then i got meredith Gatto, but i actually think meredith Gatto is playing for senior um she's gonna be one of their top pitchers this year as well um she is a good she plays for texas glory organization i believe uh so she tough pitcher to get by she she pitched last year i remember for senior and She was. She's a tough one. She throws hard. She's got good movement. She's she knows how to locate. So uh, Meredith Gatto will be one to watch out for this year, I believe so. um, With back to Hempstead, I'm going to go with Chandler Houselod. She caught every, almost every single game last year for Hempstead. That kid is a workhorse behind the plate. Um, She she. I don't I don't know if she had any legs left. Right so that's how much she caught that is a lot of work for a catcher to do my daughter's a catcher so i get how that is and she plays for that Expos organization again matching them like the 19th time i feel like but again they produce good players so um they develop they develop very well and chandler plays multiple sports and she she shows it on the field good shutdown corner as well she played first third she plays short i've seen her play it all so um just an overall utility player but Last year she was catcher. I don't know if that's what she's going to do this year or not, but be interesting to see how uh, Coach Krug uses her. Um, pitcher that got some playing time, there's two of them from Hempstead, was Abby Winter and uh, uh, Kenzie Tompkins. They both threw a lot last year. And, again, it'll be interesting to see who who wins that number three, two pitcher for Hempstead or who does well or how, how the coaches use those girls because, again, they throw different, and they both got different kind of movement. They both – one's a rise ball, one's a drop ball, and, you know, they, they got different stuff. So be really fun to, fun to watch. Um, again, this list is going to go – I'm going to try to go quicker through it. Um, you got Morgan Hosh, who's a freshman from Western Dubuque. She is probably going to be a number two pitcher. I could see that happening as a freshman because she got she has great junk. She can hit, got Power for Days, plays for the Dubuque Thunder program, um, and then she – so again, it's a good spin. I mean, her screwball is really hard to hit. Like, people struggle with that all the time. And um, again, I think Rex from Western Dubuque will use her in a very efficient way. Um, then I got, I'll throw my own daughter out there, Lucy Weber. Um, I think she made varsity last year, um, played JV a lot, caught almost all year for JV, and got a couple innings in varsity. But um, she's playing with that 14U National. Team out of Iowa premiere, too. So she played on that big, bigger stage. Played 16U Southeast Iowa All-Stars last year as well. Down in, I guess you want to call that, Midwest you know, um, National or Midwest Regional kind of travel ball. So played first base for that the whole time and a little bit of catcher. But, yeah, just had a great year. Hit 400 sometime in that realm. So uh, Brenna Borland is going to be a catcher you're going to want to watch out for senior high school. She has got a can of an arm. She's actually best friends with my daughter, so I get to watch her all the time. Could hit like seven, eight home runs last year. So she can swing it. Uh, and she was she was doing a she had a great year last year, um, her first year in high school. Um then I'm gonna go to again, sorry if I didn't mention you. If I don't know you, I can't mention you because I just haven't seen you yet. Always introduce yourself if I haven't mentioned. Um then you got Memphis Gibson. Um uh, Memphis, Memphis Gibson is an eighth grader, so i will go to eighth graders. And uh she she will, uh, she's going to be a pitcher for Hempstead High School. So that'll be really, really fun to watch her grow. She's got a lot of upside. She's a tall kid, lots of length, already hitting the 60-mile six, range. So that'll be really fun to watch her grow, see what they do with her. Miller, she's a pitcher for Cascade. I think she got hurt, though, but also an infielder. We also have Jolene Strohmeyer, a pitcher from the Expos organization. Um, so she'll be fun to watch. And then there's um, a Roth girl also coming from the Expos organization that's an eighth grader, uh, going, I believe, to to Waller. Next to my list for eighth graders, I have Ava Rupp. Uh, she is a, a um I believe she'll be going to senior next year, but she plays for Iowa Premier, thirteen fourteen you need fourteen U out of uh, Des Moines, Iowa. She is a outfielder. She can fly. She's that center fielder that's just kind of a shut-down center fielder. I have never seen this kid take an air in the outfield, which is amazing. I've seen her run to the fence, just make amazing plays. Um, she's one you're going to be watching. Lefty at the bat, like she can hit. She can slap. She can kind of do it all Bunt. She's going to steal on you all day. She She's not one to watch at senior high school. She'll be a fun one to watch. So excited to see what she does this year as well. So, again, a lot of good girls coming up in that eighth grade class. That is a scary class to watch. Um, in this area, they're going to be fun to watch, and uh, excited to see what they all do. Again, if I did not mention you, I am so sorry. Um, if I again introduce yourself, if you see me around, come to the facility at Gold Standard Athletics. There's my plug. Love to see you guys there. Um, I, I hope all you guys kind of come down to watch Lawrence College as well, and they will be then you can introduce yourself anytime and see some good softball down there. So that is my my uh, whole thing on all the players in this area that I know that have done some damage already that are going to be probably playing in college that I, that I see.
0: Just like Nate said, if we didn't mention you, no disrespect. Um, I'm going off uh, the TH all area list. And... And he's going off kids that, that he's seen, and and I told Nate we want to try to keep it around thirty minutes, and we're gonna to try to we're gonna to try to stick <laughs> that. I also want to say Memphis Gibson, great kid, had her in the classroom, super smart, really enjoy that family. Nate, we're gonna end with a game. It's called the under over game. What I am going to do is I am going to mention a team, and I'm going to tell you their win loss record from the 2021 season and you have to make a prediction are they going to win more games or are they going to win less games than they did their previous season are you up for the challenge i'm up for it all right we're gonna start off with a difficult one and it's difficult because they won a lot of ball games. <laughs> the state champion Western Dubuque Bobcats, they went 35 and 7 last year. Under or over, will they win more ball games?
1: Oh, I'm going to go under cuz I know without Sydney Kinney at the head, like that's a big loss to that team, but I still think they win that conference and I think they still go to state. So I, I'm going to pick under. I'm going to go under on that one. Sorry, everybody. That's a Western Dubuque fan. Don't hate me. I love (laughs) 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 Piasta. Love this area.
0: Uh, And please... Please, if, if you go to Apple Podcast and search Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast, do not give me a one-star review based on Nate's uh, under-overs here, but please go there and give me a five-star review. We're going to go to new, uh, new coach Daniel Krug, friend of the show, former guest on the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast. They were 22-14 and last year under Coach Luffelholtz, under or over 22 wins.
1: I think over because the two pitchers that they had last year are both coming back, and, or actually, all four of them are coming back, and they are all throwing harder and better. And when you look at pitching like that, that is key to everything. So, because of that, and then they got some young and upcomers, they're going to be a tough one. So, definitely over. This
0: next one's going to be an easy one. Wallert Catholic High School last year went 2 and 30, under over two victories.
1: Over because then I think that was an all eighth grade class last year. Um, it's tough to win a lot of games. Two wins with all eighth graders is still a tough task. Like that's impressive um, for anybody that does not think that's hard to do. Um, so I, I think they're going to have to have another pitcher coming in. That Roth girl is going to come in, and she is. I think she's going to help that team out. and They're going to win a couple more. I think they're definitely gonna get better and better each year if they stick together.
0: And I do not know his or her name, but I do believe they have a new coach over at Wallard Catholic as well. Okay. Senior, last year they went fifteen and twenty-six. You mentioned they have some good returning players. They have some superstar up-and-comers coming. Fifteen and twenty-six. Under or over fifteen victories.
1: Uh, definitely over. I think they're going to be a lot tougher this year. I think they again. It depends how they utilize their their talent. It should be interesting. But again, they're getting back a lot of players, and that is that's that's going to. I think they lost. I think one of the, the Sophie, um, what's her name? Uh, What was it? Sophie Link, yes, the Link sister. She graduated, so, I mean, that's a loss, but, again, they got so much talent. They're younger. If you watched their JV or their freshman last year, they didn't lose a lot. Those girls won, like, every game. They barely lost. So, again, a lot of talent coming up in that group, and they're going to be over.
0: All right, two more to go. We're gonna go out to Dyersville, Iowa, Field of Dreams. Last year, Beckman Catholic was eight and twenty-nine. Under over eight victories.
1: I'm um, say over. I do not know that program well enough. I only knew like two girls from that entire program. Um, again, they're a little farther out, so I don't get to know them all. But wish them the best. I hope you guys threw me right and you get over. Go kill it.
0: Yes cascade we mentioned a couple girls the th had a couple girls on their all area team 19 and 16 last year under or over 19 wins
1: i'm going over i think they're going to be a better team this year with devin simon if she's coming back and she is going to play and um again i know they got a couple girls in that youth group that are up and comers so um i just think they got back i don't know who they lost unfortunately i didn't, I didn't don't know the team that well but again I think with devin coming back being that senior or that leader of that team um, I think they all look up to her and she's gonna take them some special places here so
0: Nate to use a softball pun we knocked this episode out of the park this was a great episode
1: <laughs> always man I I will I hope next year we're gonna look back on this uh this over under and see like I don't know they call it profit or loser right am I a profit did I get it all right or did I just completely tank and I hope I hope you all win and you're all over and uh, you prove me all wrong in that way, but it'll be fun to look back at this and see what happens.
0: When I launched the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast a little over two years ago, the number one complaint I got was, why don't you do this for softball? So as an April Fool's Day joke, we do it once a year. Coach Weber, I couldn't do it without you. Thank you for making this a credible show because if it was just me – it would be crap. So thank you again for <laughs> joining me on the Dubuque Area Softball Podcast. 643, we're out of here.
1: Post-game show is brought to you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Baseball Podcast. Don't forget to stop by Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review and also subscribe on Spotify.